श्रीमद भागवतम कांतो 4 चैप्टर 23 वर्स 15 उत्सर्पयम् स्तुतम् मूर्धनि क्रमेनावेश्य निस्पृहः वायुम् वायोक्षितवकायम् तेजस् तेजस्य युयुजत उत्सर्पयन् दस ब्लेसिंग तू बट तम डी एयर मूर्धनी ऑन डी हेड क्रमेणा ग्रैजुअली आवेशिया प्लेसिंग निस्पृहा बीइंग फ्रीड फ्रॉम ऑल मैटेरियल डिजायर्स वायुम डी एयर पोर्शन ऑफ डी बॉडी वायु in the total air covering the universe Shitao in the total covering of earth Kayam this material body Tejah the fire in the body Tejasi in the total fire of the material covering Ayuyujat mixed Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shila Prabhupada Kijai Translation In this way Prithu Maharaj gradually raised his air of life up to the hole in his skull whereupon he lost all desire for material existence. Gradually he merged his air of life with the totality of air his body with the totality of earth and the fire within his body with the totality of fire. Purport. When the spiritual spark which is described, oh, repeat, in this way, Prithu Maharaj gradually raised his air of life up to the hole in his skull, whereupon he lost all desire for material existence. Gradually he merged his air of life with the totality of air his body with the totality of earth and the fire within his body with the totality of fire purport when the spiritual spark which is described as one ten thousandth part of the tip of a hair is forced into material existence that spark is covered by gross and subtle material elements the material body is composed of five gross elements, earth, water, fire, air and ether and three subtle elements, mind, intelligence and ego. When one attains liberation, he is freed from these material coverings. Indeed, success in yoga involves getting free from these material coverings and entering into spiritual existence. Lord Buddha's teachings of nirvana are based on this principle. Lord Buddha instructed his followers to give up these material coverings by means of meditation and yoga. <coughs> Lord Buddha did not give any information about the soul, but if one follows his instructions strictly, he will ultimately become free from the material coverings and attain nirvana. When a living entity gives up the material coverings, he remains a spirit soul. The spirit soul must enter into the spiritual sky to merge into the Brahman effulgence. Unfortunately, unless the living entity has information of the spiritual world and the Vaikunthas, there is a 99.9% .9 chance of his falling down again into material existence. There is, however, a small chance of being promoted to a spiritual planet from the Brahman effulgence or the Brahma Jyoti. 
This Brahma Jyoti is considered by impersonalists to be without variety and the Buddhists consider it to be void. In either case, whether one accepts the spiritual sky as being without variety or void, there is none of the spiritual bliss which is enjoyed on the spiritual planets, the Vaikunthas or Krishna Loka. In the absence of varieties of enjoyment, the spirit soul gradually feels an attraction to enjoy a life of bliss and not having any information of Krishna Loka or Vaikuntha Loka. He naturally falls down to material activities in order to enjoy material varieties. Om Ajnanathamirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Melitam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupa Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Yuta Padakamalam Sri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahaganaraghanathan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishakhan Mitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namastute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhana Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Paditanam Bhavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Namon Vishnupadaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvisesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So this uh, yoga system is being practiced by Prithu Maharaj. And this is the actual yoga system where one uh, dismantles his material existence, losing all desire for material existence. And fixes his mind on the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Dhyana vasthita tadgatena manasa pasyantiyam yogina Yam Brahma Varunendra Rudra Marutas Tunmanti Divya Istavai Vedai Sangha Padakramopanishadai Gayanti Yam Samaga Dhyana Vastita Tadgatena Manasa Pasyanti Yam Yogino Yasyantam Navidusura Suragana Devayatasmainama Sudha Goswami said, under that personality, whom Brahma, Varuna, Indra, Rudra and the other Maruts and the Maruts praise by chanting transcendental hymns and reciting the Vedas with the, all their corollaries, Padakramas and Upanishads, to whom the chanters of the Samaveda always sing, whom the perfected yogis see within their minds after fixing themselves in trance and becoming fully absorbed in thoughts of him and whose limit can never be found by any demigod or demon unto that Supreme Personality of Godhead, I offer my humble obeisances. 
so the yogis they see within their hearts or minds uh, the supreme personality of godhead and the paramatma feature so this is actual yoga system and one cannot have any material desire so there is a verse So this is from the Ishopanishad. Vayuranilam amritam mathedam bhasmantam shariram om kratosmara kritam smara kratosmara kritam smara Mantra 17 of the Ishopanishad. Let this temporary body be burned to ashes and let the air of life be merged with the totality of air. Now, O my Lord, please remember all my sacrifices and because you are the ultimate beneficiary, please remember all that I have done for you. So this is the prayer of the devotee at the time of death. So what is this um, air of life being merged with the totality of air, body with the totality of earth and fire within his body with the totality of fire? Basically, this body is made of these five elements, five gross and three subtle elements. Um, according to the desires of the living entity. Uh, in the womb of the mother, what is happening is uh, the five uh, gross and three subtle elements are magically by the Karmana Daivanetrena, by the supervision of the Lord, which would have been otherwise un- impossible. These five elements earth, water, fire, air, and ether they are combining to become a body. So, we call it a body, we call it brain, we call it hands. When they have certain use, uh, the names come um, according to the usage. Because otherwise, the body is actually, we should call it earth, water, fire, air, ether. Everybody's body is the same. But we all have names, we all have certain designations, we all have uh, certain capacities, talents, everything in this body. And we refer to the body as uh, this part is that, that part is this. There is liver, there is stomach, there is heart, there is brain. And there is legs, there is muscles, there is bones. But in a dead body, everything becomes the earth. Just mixes with the earth. And the air in, his, in the body, in the Ayurveda, is a, um, actually many kinds of airs, um, mainly five. Prana, Upana, Vyana, Udana, Samana. Prana, Upana, Vyana, Udana, Samana. Prana, uh, prana apana prana apana vyanodana samana yeah so these are the five kinds of air so what is this five kinds of air it is basically the five kinds of movement of the air the air that is moving up the air that is moving down air that is you know maintaining the balance of the body everything so the air has its different functions and according to the function the air also has a name 
so you see actually it is only air but because of its particular function it acquires a name similarly although it is all earth according to its function the bodily parts different organs have different names kidney heart liver the pancreas and all these things so and they remain as uh, with their identities as long as their function is valid and when they no more function as such organs they mix back into the earth so basically uh, it is like a pot earthen pot that is uh, made from clay it it was called clay before but when it is made into a pot by mixing of um, clay and uh, and earth and water and then shaping it and drying it under the sun which is fire so then we have a pot if you do it in another way it, it is called a brick so according to their function they acquire a name although they are ultimately the fundamental ingredients are the same five elements gross and three subtle elements this computer we are using as a we will call it a computer now uh, it is a, is a, if you break down the parts and ingredients it is aluminium it is copper it is all this or plastic but if you even break those down they are ultimately earth water fire air ether so this is the uh, ultimate uh, cause of manifestation or not ultimate immediate cause of manifestation like um, uh, the example is given the pot is made one may think that the potter's wheel which rotates you know that is the cause of the pot in a way it is but that is the immediate immediately visible cause of the pot but ultimately the potter who has gathered the potter's wheel and the clay and mixed it with water and ultimately after the shaping you know dried in the sun so the potter is the real cause of the pot and similarly our immediate cause of this material existence is the mahatatva or the sum total of material energy which includes all these ingredients Uh, but it is only working under the the transcendental or the supreme potter uh, who is the supreme lord so this is the immediate cause and that is the ultimate cause krishna is the ultimate cause that's why he is called sarva karana karanam he is the cause of all causes we think the, the cause for this is this the cause for this is that like this but actually ultimately the cause is krishna but at the same time he is not to be blamed for any <laughs> untoward thing that happens because the independence we have misused nadatte kasyachit paapam nacheva sukritam vibhuhu अज्ञान अज्ञानेनावृतम ज्ञानम तेन मोह्यन्ति जन्तवः नॉट द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड एज्यूम एनीवन सिनफुल और पायस एक्टिविटीज 
Embodied beings, however, are bewildered because of the ignorance which covers their real knowledge. So, Supreme Lord, He does not assume anyone's sinful or pious activities. Uh, he is not indebted or He is not implicated. So, anyway, the body will anyway mix into the, the fire and the, the digestion. And digestion is caused by the fire in the stomach. So that fire also ultimately merges into the totality of fire. There is no more digestion. There is no more temperature. The temperature of the body uh, will not remain 37.6 something. 37 degrees Celsius something. So all these things will not remain when a body is dead. When the spirit soul leaves the body. So, because of the spirit soul, all the chemicals or whatever the manifestation of the body has taken place. So, it is because of the presence of the soul. Now, without the soul, there will be no development of the body. So, whether one meditates or not, the Priti Maharaj is meditating and he merged all these elements into the totality of elements. But whether one does it or not, my meditation, one's body will ultimately anyway be merged. So what is the point? The point is the destination of the spirit soul. That is the more important um, topic here. Because uh, the rascal number one and also the transcendentalist, both their bodies will be merged with the ingredients of material nature. But where does the soul go? That is described here in the verse Prithu Maharaj uh, Nishprihaha Nishpriha means uh, free from all material desires and the, the air of his the air he has pushed it to the Murdhni the Brahmarandra it is also called the hole on the top of the head, the skull. From there, the air of the air of life pushes the soul outward, and the yogi can go wherever he wants. Uh, but the main thing is, he will go according to his spriha. Spriha means the desire. So, if he wants to go to moon planet, he can go, if his desire is so. If he desires to go to the um, Indra Loka, he can go there. Siddha Loka, he can go there. Brahma Loka, he can go there. But if one is Nispriha, being freed from material desires, then he goes to a destination above or beyond this material world. There are two destinations beyond the material world. One is the Brahma Jyoti, the spiritual sky and the other is the spiritual planets where the Lord presides. So both of them do not have material desires. The one who merges into the the Buddhists are also into um, negating all material desire. The Mayavadis are also into negating all material desire. So by that negation one can go to the either of these two. 
so what um, what determines one's destination so if one has no information of the supreme personality of godhead um, the key word is personality uh, god is a person and if one is not interested in the person or if he does not he does not have information of the person then he will what he will do he will remain in the brahma jyoti uh, where there is a uh, see spiritual life means sat chit ananda chinma ananda uh, sat chit ananda three features should be there for complete satisfaction sat eternity chit knowledge ananda bliss three things should be there now in the brahma jyoti there are only two things sat and chit uh, that also the second one is not complete sat means eternity yes one is um, relieved of the covering of material life material body so his eternal spirit soul is hanging in the air in the spiritual sky then um, chit means knowledge uh, this is only partially acquired in the brahma jyoti because a person in brahma jyoti he thinks that he is not the body he is he is a soul aham brahmasmi that is also knowledge but there is not complete knowledge i am the soul is not complete uh, because uh, we are not independent we are dependent we have to be related to something someone in material life we are dependent and in spiritual life also we are dependent ultimately we are all dependent on the lord eko bahunam yo vidhati kaman the lord is maintaining us but if we even if we do not have such conception that the lord is maintaining us in the material world also we cannot be independent now we are using the facilities given by the government the electricity the um, what is that uh, if one stays in the apartments uh, there is a housing is also given by the government uh, the law and order is kept by the government the police department so that we can stay safe yeah. and also we depend on the our uh, friends uh, for encouragement or support or our family or our parents for maintenance the moment we come into this world we are already indebted to so many kinds of living beings first the mother takes care then the father maintains and raises us up uh, then you know uh, all throughout our life we are indebted we are taking service from many souls ultimately from the supreme lord uh, we are always dependent so we have to be related so unless we are completely independent we cannot be completely unrelated to anyone and if we understand that these relations are temporary and not factual in the material world then that doesn't change my position of being dependent i am still dependent even though i understand that i am i am spirit soul i am not the body still i am not independent so who i am actually dependent on 
uh, if I do not understand this, then that is not complete chit feature or knowledge. Uh, whereas a devotee, he understands that he is dependent on the Lord. He is eternally related with the Lord. Relations come because of dependency. Why do you say customer relation? Because the, because they are dependent on the customers. If the customers don't buy, they don't cannot survive. They are dependent on the customers. Every relation. Why does somebody care to be somebody's friend or somebody? There is some dependency. If if he doesn't depend on somebody, unless he has compassion, there is another relation. Then of course he is helping them. Um, there is some sort of service involved. There is dependency. Uh, but Krishna is self-satisfied. He does not need our service. He is not dependent on our service. But we are dependent on our rendering of that service to him for our happiness. We serve someone to get happiness. The so-called compassionate person who helps the poor, he is also dependent because he is serving them so that he will get satisfaction. If there is no poor person, there is no philanthropic activities, so then he cannot get also the happiness in which... So even if somebody needs help, if one is helping, he is also dependent on that for satisfaction. You see? So our satis- we are not self-satisfied. Uh, that self-satisfaction is partially uh, exhibited by the Brahman-realized person and the Paramatma-realized person. There is self-satisfaction. They have some self-satisfaction. That's why they are called Atma-Rama Famous verse in Bhagavatam. Atma-Rama. Uh, but they are not completely Atma-Ramas. Hmm. And because they do not understand their real position, Anadrita Yushmadangaya Patanti Adha, they fall down again. Because the bliss, especially Ananda, is completely missing. Completely missing in the Brahma. There is Ananda, there is definitely Ananda in the Brahma Jyoti also. Because if one does not have a material body, and its concomitant sufferings, then he is he is happy in a sense. But he has, does not have positive engagement, therefore he again falls down. Therefore, although it is mentioned that they are mentioned as Atmaramas, they are not completely Atmaramas. The real Atmarama is a person, uh, is first of all Krishna. He is the only person who can be uh, Swarat or completely independent. Yeah. So a devotee who depends on Krishna, he also becomes independent of every other shelter. In that way he becomes also Atmarama, self-satisfied. Mm. So two destinations beyond the material world by annihilating our material desires. One is Brahma Jyoti, one is Vaikuntha planets. But the Vaikuntha planets we can get only if our desires are First, material desire is zero. But it is not Sarvabhilasya sunyam. 
इट इज अन्याभुलाशुता शून्यम नॉट ऑल डिजायर्स आर मेड जीरो एवरी अदर डिजायर इज मेड जीरो एक्सेप्ट आनुकूल्यन कृष्णानुशीलनम दिस इज द डिफरेंस सो देर इज स्पिरिचुअल डिजायर टू ग्लोरिफाई द लॉर्ड टू सर्व द लॉर्ड दैट डिजायर इज द प्रीरिक्विजायर टू एंटर इन टू द वाइकुंठा प्लैनेट वन शुड बी विलिंग टू सर्व द लॉर्ड then one can get the uh, although the word here is used as nispriha nispriha means uh, without uh, desires uh, but we all know from previous verses that prithumaraj is actually a devotee so every other aspect of this verse can be done by yogis or even ordinary people the air the life air to bring to the head brahmarandra that is by yogis but to dismantle the body even a dog can do that dog dies and its body is is air is merged in totality of air body is merged in totality of earth and fire is totality of fire finish so that happens at death anyway all the ingredients are dismantled and um, made into their original state so that anybody can do but nis the spriha the desire that is explained in bhagavad gita yam yam api smaran bhavam tajatyante kalevaram tam tam evaiti kaunteya sada tad bhava bhavita whatever state of being one remembers this is spriha when he quits his body or son of kunti that state he will attain without fail this is also explained in the 15th chapter that's why the desires of one's previous life are called vasana vasana means smell gandha means smell so this is explained in bhagavad gita vayur gandha nivashayat shariram yadavapnoti yachat utkramati swaraha गृहीतवैतान संयाति वायुर्गंधान इवाशयात द लिविंग एंटिटी इन द मैटेरियल वर्ल्ड कैरीज दिस डिफरेंट कॉन्सेप्शंस ऑफ लाइफ दिस इज द स्प्रिहा द डिजायर्स फ्रॉम वन बॉडी टू अनदर एज द एयर कैरीज अरोमास सो दिस इज हाउ आवर नेक्स्ट बॉडी इज फॉर्मड अकॉर्डिंग टू आवर स्प्रिहा आवर डिजायर्स और आवर थॉट्स और कॉन्सेप्शंस दैट वी हैव बिल्ट throughout our life how we have molded our consciousness how subtle it is that how we are influencing our mind is preparing us for a, a tangible body in the future so thus he takes one kind of body and again quits it to take another so in this way we get our senses and body you know the living entity thus taking another gross body obtains a certain type of ear eye tongue nose and sense of touch which are grouped about the mind he thus enjoys a particular set of sense objects so if a air is fragrant we can assume that the air is coming from a fragrant place or if it is stinking then it we can assume that it, but air itself has no uh, 
smell. So similarly, when one is born, if he is having past symptoms, Janma, Aishwarya, Shruta, Shribhir, uh, good birth in a good family or country or uh, wealthy, born with a silver spoon as they say, then um, Janma, Aishwarya, Shruta, intelligence, if one is intelligent and if he's, uh, he or she is beautiful. So these are the signs, like the fragrance is a sign of the air coming from a fragrant place. So and these are the signs of the soul coming from a pious place, from a pious consciousness from previous life uh, there is some piety involved and the opposite is the result of impious activities so by that we can gauge where the person is but he can also misuse whatever he has gotten pious credit he can still misuse it in this life and does not really gain much F, um, advantage from those but if he is put in a proper condition, association of devotees, then he can make use, that is explained, um, I think it's, Manastambha nimittanam janmadinam samantataha sarvashreya pratipanam hantamuhyenam matparaha Srimad Bhagavatam 8.22.27 Although aristocratic birth and other such opulences are impediments to advancement in devotional service because they are causes of false prestige and pride, these opulences never disturb a pure devotee of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. A devotee is not disturbed by these things. So if one is, uh, in this, of course this is a pure devotee, but uh, if after having obtained these things, if one associates with devotees, then there is also a good chance he will um, not be disturbed much by this so-called causes of pride, causes of false prestige and pride. This is um, this is where it usually ends up, all these pious credits. They end up in building our prestige and pride. And pride goes before fall and thus we fall down again. So if we can use those if we can use our intelligence uh, in glorifying the Lord, uh, that is proper use instead of for sense gratification. So all our, if our desires in the life, abhyasa yoga yuktena chetasana anyagamina, if our spriha, if our desires, this is the most important thing. Um, Abhyasa Yoga Yuktena Chetasa Nanyagamina Paramam Purusham Divyam Yati Parthanu Chintayan He who meditates on me as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, his mind constantly engaged in remembering me, undeviated from the path. He, O Partha, is sure to reach me. Um, so our mind should be constantly engaged in remembering him, undeviated, meditating on him. Then we are sure to reach Krishna. Abhyasa means practice, abhyas means practice so we have to practice thinking of Krishna in this life so that our spriha becomes free from all material desires apavitraha om apavitraha pavitrova sarvavastham gatopiva yasmare pundari kaksham sabahya abhyantara suchi so if um, yasmare pundari kaksham 
if one remembers the Supreme Lord, then one's existence inside and outside is all purified. Hmm. Automatically. There is no need of trying to forget our material desires. We cannot. In fact, if you ask somebody to not do something, he will more more do that only. That is reverse psychology. So, forcing ourselves from enjoying material life is not going to be very effective. effective. Karmendriyani samyamya, this is from 3.6 of Bhagavad Gita. Karmendriyani samyamya, yahaste manasasmaran, indriyarthan vimudhatma, mithyachara saavchita, mithyachara. One who restrains the senses of action, but whose mind dwells on sense objects, certainly deludes himself and is called a pretender. Karmendriyani samyamya, yahaste manasasmaran, indriyarthan vimodhatma, mithyachara saavchita. So we will be pretending, pretending only. If we are restraining our senses of action. But our mind is still... That is the problem, our mind. One does fasting to control the tongue, but the mind is uh, becoming more powerful in desiring more and more food. And one is fasting. That's why they said the most difficult is to control the tongue. Even when fasting, every other sense is controlled except the tongue, it is said. You know? There is a verse. 11.8.20 What is the Sanskrit? Indriyani jayantiyasho nirahara manishina Nirahara Ahara means food. Nirahara means fasting. Varjayitva aturasanam Tan niranasya vardhate by fasting, learned men quickly bring all of the senses except the tongue under control. See, fasting is to control the tongue. But every other sense is brought under control except the tongue. Because by abstaining from eating, such men are afflicted with an increased desire to gratify the sense of taste. Is it a desire? The mind is operating here. So by forceful restraint, the mind becomes even more desirous of that thing. The challenge gives a kind of dopamine in the head, you know, some kind of a pleasure. Like I used to remember when I was a kid, uh, mm, of course, that time we used to eat uh, like Milo, there is a boost. You know, in India there is boost, the same like Milo, some chocolate. So we used to have that. Uh, so our mother used to boil the milk and add this every day in the Morning and evening we used to drink milk. So she used to say, "Don't, don't steal it," because once we stole. When mother is sleeping in the taking nap in the afternoon, we used to go to the kitchen. We'll steal boost powder, simply powder, and eat. Eat the powder and eat sugar, something we have to eat, you know. Um, then mother used to find out and said, "No, no more eating." She will hide somewhere. Then it will become even more challenge. Then we used to find where it is, you know, like a big search mission. So then we used to find out a big victory, eat it. Oh, despite uh, hidden, we, we found it and it. So that's how it becomes more uh, more pleasurable chasing that thing. So that is not the way. There should be rasavarjam rasopyasya param drishtvani vartate. This is the better way to control. 
That's why they call it singing fast. Festivals will fast. The idea is if you simply fast and sit down, uh, simply will want to eat only. So if you are engaged in different types of services, then we are busy with all the services and we don't, you know, uh, and that pleasure we get from serving the Lord, that will, that will nullify uh, this um, craving. Hmm. So that is the whole idea of Ekadasi. To increase, fasting is because to increase the um, service. So, as Bhagavad Gita says, Vishya Vinivartante Niraharasa Dehina Rasavarjam Rasopyasa Parandrishvanivartate. Though the embodied soul may be restricted from sense enjoyment, the taste for sense objects remains. Again, the same point. But seizing such engagements by experiencing a higher taste, he is fixed in consciousness. This is what? Anandamayabhyasat. We need Ananda to sustain. Any activity has to be pleasurable in order to sustain. If it is very cumbersome, we cannot sustain it. It is very, very difficult. That's why when Krishna asked Arjuna to practice the yoga system in the sixth chapter, Arjuna flatly refused. He said, Krishna, you know, first of all, mind is very unsafe. I cannot do this. But devotional service is very easy because why? Susukham kartum avyayam. The process itself is happiness. It's not that you have to suffer now and then you get a destination later of happiness. So there is a little bit of suffering involved, that is tapasya. But Prabhupada said, practically, where is tapasya in our movement? Keva ananda kanda. What is that? Parama karana pahuduijana. Keva ananda kanda. Nitai gaura chandra. So, they are gaurnitai. The beauty of Gornitai is that they have made a process which is otherwise difficult easy. Easiest. So the process is enjoyable and the destination is also enjoyable. Especially in this Kali Yuga. We have no patience. Everybody knows if you want to achieve something we have to they say no pain, no gain. Even materially speaking. Uh, so spiritually if you want to gain how much pain you have to take and yogis they used to do this thousands of years used to meditate uh, but you see now our our patience our tolerance our our we are constantly distracted everything is so unfortunate about us so therefore Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Nityananda Prabhu they have come to make this process easy Easily one can chant and dance. Everybody wants to dance. Oh, that's why there's clubs and and everybody wants to talk. That's why social media is gaining so much prominence. But uh, we can talk about Krishna. Previously the yogi is Maunavratam. Don't talk to anybody. Huh? Don't eat. And then don't da- dancing, forget it. <laughs> yogi in the forest, what dancing you will do? Huh? They sit down only and meditate. They don't go and dance in the forest with nobody there. So, forget it. There is no (laughs) 
So all these things happen. But we want to do these things only. And party, everybody, nightlife, everybody. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu knows that this is going to be the mentality of the people. He has given a suitable thing. You dance how much ever you want in Kirtan. Dance. And chant. And take Krishna Prasadam. Yeah. Of course, Atyahar, too much eating is also not good. Um, yeah, it will be our own detriment. We will be eating to kill ourselves. Yeah, that is another thing. Eating as much as is necessary for our service to go on. That is why the classification of a person, he is classified as a yogi, bhogi and rogi according to the number of times he passes stool in a day. Because if you say uh, one must eat only one kilo of food a day, not everybody can survive with one kilo. Like Bhima, for his tasks he need full energy, he used to eat so much. But he used to render service also that much, not eat only and then no service. His service also according to that. So like that, um, so accordingly uh, one will uh, digest, the size of the stomach is big, you know everything. So and (coughs) the service especially, in the Bhagavad Gita also, first chapter, Bhima is described as Vrikodara, voracious eater. Then Prabhupada explains in the purport that he used to also perform Herculean tasks which also could not be done by anyone. Not simply eating only and uh, doing the same things as other people are doing. No, no. <laughs> he has his talent, you know, his his capacity. That whole that, that eating power is transferred. So, mm, how much ever one eats, how he, how many times he passes stool in the day. If one passes stool only once a day, he is called yogi. Yes, one passes stool two times, then bhogi, then he is enjoying his senses too much. Uh, worst is a rogi three times a day or more. He is a diseased person, like somebody diarrhea or something like that. If one eats too much, also he has to go to the toilet too many times. So that is also rogi. So it's a very scientific way of um, gauging ourselves whether we are eating more or not. So this is the whole thing, the higher taste. That then our spriha, our desire will be. Nispriha, highest desire. So, any questions or comments on this topic? No question. We'll stop here. Grantra Srimad Bhagavatam ki, Srila Prabhupada ki, Nitai Gaur